Vegetarian Zen, episode number 56. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Vegetarians, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky, and this is Larissa. And in today's episode of our Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be looking to you, our listeners, to help us address the question of how do you explain your vegetarian and vegan choices to others. And I should preface this by saying that I am just getting over strep throat, which I've been I've had for about the last week. And uh, you know, I knew it was going to be something big, Larissa. Remember, I told you last Sunday. It's been a week yes. since I got it. And uh, I hardly ever get sick, so when I was when I felt the sniffles coming on, and I knew it was more than allergies, I told her this is going to be big. Yes, you you've got a good immune system. I do. And so for something to break through that, it's got to be something pretty, pretty tough. Yeah, and I think I caught this while I was coming back from California on business, and I was sitting in an airplane that the ventilation had broken. So we were sitting on the tarmac for about, you know, however long it takes for the plane to load, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the first folks on the plane. And so I'm sitting there in still air. And I remember even thinking, gosh, I hope nobody's sick here because it was, I mean, it was literally, the air was just not moving at all. And it was so hot. So I just wonder how many other people on that plane ended up sick. I know, I know. But luckily I'm getting over it now and just in time for our trip to New York. So, So, and luckily, Larissa made me go to the doctor on Tuesday, yes. uh, so I got my medicine to, to be able to help me get over that. But let's get into our episode. Um, but for, actually, first, we have a correction to make, right? We do. And thank you very much to loyal listener Maya Jurgens Engel for pointing out a mistake that we made on episode 52, the sugar episode. Uh, Maya let us know via Facebook that... Okay, in the episode, we mentioned that a 12-ounce can of soda has 12 grams of sugar, which is the daily, the recommended daily allowance of, sh- of sugar for children. In fact, Maya pointed out to us, a 12-ounce can of soda has 8 to 10 teaspoons of sugar, which is the equivalent of 40 to 50 grams. So big difference. Big difference, because now you're well over. Now, if, you, if your kid has a 12-ounce soda, they're well over the daily recommended of uh, sugar intake. Right. And I've got to say that most of the time when I see kids with soda, it's not a 12 ounce can. It's a 20 ounce bottle. So that's that's a lot more than that eight ounce that right. 12 ounce can. Right. All right. So let's get into our Facebook shout out for the week. OK, the uh, Facebook comes from Andrea Capaldo, and she left us a note on our Facebook page saying, just found you guys on iTunes recently, and I am really enjoying the podcast. It helps me get through the day. Keep up the good work. Nice. Thank yes. you so much. We really appreciate that. And thank you so much for engaging with us on Facebook. Yes. And then what about Twitter? Okay, our Twitter shout-out is going to go to Dominique Jade Buck, and she is at Dominique J. Buck. And she tweeted us a really great picture of her brother's vegan handiwork, tacos. Now, I love Mexican food, and so luckily, Mexican food lends itself very well to a vegetarian and even a vegan diet. Um, well, these tacos were made with a non-meat mince, 
and they were from a South Africa-based company called Fry's Vegetarian. The the meat, the non-meat, the meat substitute, right? Yeah, yeah, non-meat. Yeah, and she uh, she is actually Dominique is in Australia. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they get some stuff over there that's different than what we have here, but still non-meat, which is great. So thank you for sharing that picture with us. It looked completely delicious. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our topic today, which again is how do you explain if if you do at all, uh, your choices about your eating habits, your vegetarian or vegan eating habits to other people. So friends, family, even strangers. Um, and then so I, what we thought we would do first is kind of just recap about our choices and how what we do when people ask us questions. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. I have to say that I tend to be someone who is not very much swayed by other people's opinions. That's true. Uh, it's very true. I, I mean, I, I am, uh, let's see, I came out when I was 14. Uh, I'm left-handed. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a liberal. I mean, come on, how else, you know, you can't really <laughs> care what people think. She doesn't even uh, care what I position. think. No, I really don't. And it's not that I don't uh, appreciate, you know, constructive things or you know like for you and I working together when we talk about what our strengths are and what we need to work on that's a whole different story than someone coming in and telling you what's good for your life and what's not I know what I what makes me happy and um, I just I really don't need anyone's approval I guess and I really don't and I think you know that about me mm -hmm. I really am probably one of the people that I don't really care in that respect. That's but true. if someone wants to engage in an intelligent conversation with me about vegetarian or veganism or about, you know, what made me change, I am more than happy to talk to them about that, provided it's not like, well, don't you miss meat? And doesn't this look good? And, you know, that kind of thing. That's just ignorant. You know, yeah. that's just that just bothers me. But if someone really says, you know, I'm curious to know why you you are, went vegetarian, um, I'm happy to talk to them about mm -hmm. it. Uh, this is why we're, we formed this podcast, right? We wanted to educate people kind of in the same mindset as us that weren't really... Um, not maybe not even vegetarian or vegan yet, but we're interested in just having an intelligent conversation and sharing some information. So that's kind of really the approach when people talk to me about that from from a place where I think they're really interested. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to engage with them, but if they don't, quite honestly, I just don't have time for that, you know. And I just won't even play. I just don't even play that. Right. And that goes in other areas too, as you know. It does. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty consistent with that. <laughs> right. And, you know, I think I'm pretty much, when it comes to to vegetarianism, I'm pretty much on the same page as you are. Um, and I know you mentioned just a minute ago that if somebody asks you a question like, um, do you miss meat or doesn't this look good? I think those are, those are actually, for me anyway, those are two different types of question. Saying, do you miss meat? To me, that's not... That, there's nothing wrong with that to me. And I mean, I'll be quite honest, and I have, uh, I think on here in the past is that I do sometimes miss the taste of meat, but I'm not going to eat it because I don't want to put that energy in my body. And I don't want, you know, I some an animal suffered 
so that I could have that and I don't want that. Yeah. And you know what? I should correct one. You're absolutely right. That's not the question in itself, but it's the tone that maybe I mm-hmm. didn't convey. Mm. You know, like like when somebody's on a diet and you're eating, somebody's eating like a piece of cake. Don't you miss this? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. That's just rude, you know. Yeah. But if but somebody it, really says, do you ever miss meat? Like seriously, mm-hmm. from a, just wanting to know that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy to engage mm-hmm. them. But you know, there's just people out there sometimes that just want to mess with you. Right. So. And then that, you know, and that's different from the second question. You said, uh, well, doesn't this look good? Well, that's just a stupid question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't entertain that. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll be quite honest. If somebody asks me if I miss meat, yeah, I do sometimes, you know. And in fact, I've been dealing with that recently. And maybe we'll do an episode, you know, in the future on that and ways ways to deal with that when yeah. that does happen. That is good. Like, what do you, mm-hmm. what do, you do if you miss meat or you, mm-hmm. you're, you're craving I haven't, meat? I haven't maybe figured it out yet. It. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. So I'm open to suggestions. Well, and we start, we're going to go off on a trail a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we did start to talk a little bit about, well, what, maybe your body's trying to tell you something so Mm -hmm. maybe you're not getting enough protein or you're not getting Mm -hmm. enough something that your body needs and that's why it's going to meet right exactly but that's a different episode for a different day right okay so uh what we've kind of done here is divided of the the responses that we got from that question we kind of divided it into some little subtopics and so i thought we'd kind of go through those so one of the very first things and this is something that we've talked about from the very beginning is that being a vegetarian or a vegan or, you know, however you, whatever you do is a very personal choice. I mean, even eating meat is a personal choice. You know, that's not something that we don't live in a state where, or a, a society where you, it's the law that you have to eat meat, you know, so it's a very personal thing. So for example, one of the responses we received was from Chris A. And she said, uh, for the first about eight months, the only people who knew I had made this change were my husband, my daughter, son, and a couple of co-workers. It's not that I was trying to hide it. I just didn't call attention to it or bring it up unless directly asked. And again, that I mean, that kind of speaks to the fact that that's something that you decide for yourself. Yeah, and I'm like that at work as well. Most of my most of the folks that I work closely with know that I'm a vegetarian. And that's helpful though. And see, I'm not one that expects the world to cater to me, but it is nice that my coworkers think of me. I'm very blessed in that way that when we go out to eat as a team or we do things, people think about that. So I'm very even when I travel to other mm-hmm areas people always you know like kansas city missouri barbecue just like texas uh i've got co-workers that will remember that i'm vegetarian and so they'll look for places where i can have something to eat as well so mm-hmm. i don't make a big production out of it but it is nice i mean i think the people that are close to you need to know that because i think that gives them an opportunity to, to um help you out too you right. know right because sometimes like, people would feel bad if they found out like you know if, if they went there and didn't know and they said well I, if you would have told me i would have had i could have suggested some other places too so mm-hmm. right and that's just like our our sister-in-law kim right you know i mean we've we've shared that with her and that's given her the opportunity to do all the wonderful things she does for us when we go over for dinner right all right we had another respondent say I don't let my friends and family know about my choices preemptively. Instead, if someone invites us to dinner and asks about my dietary choices, I will say I'm vegetarian. If we aren't asked, I eat what is available that is vegetarian and make no comment. I find that I get lots of, now this is what we were just talking about. I find that I get lots of, don't you ever want, 
just want a big steak or what do you possibly eat kinds of questions if I bring it up, which I choose to avoid. See, that's the kind of question I'm at. Don't you ever, that's Mm -hmm. the kind of question that I just don't even Mm want to entertain because it's just so just being kind of, uh, what's the word? Facetious? Is that the right word? Just Mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what that. I know, I know. You know what I'm trying I know, to say. I know what you're getting. I'm just trying to. So, so that's this the kind of thing I don't want to engage in. I, I just pretty much blow off questions like that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think that's that's a really good point. Uh, one of the things that she said in her uh, response that I, I kind of. I kind of will make a point to say, and I don't say it in the snooty way, but like you and I have been invi- invited to birthday parties and they're at restaurants sometimes. And like, we just got one recently that was a TBD, right? Mm-hmm. And the question was, are we, are you coming? So they wanted the head count. So it's kind of tricky because you don't want to see, I mean, we could still go and mm-hmm. you and I have gone to some like that, but just kind of come in a little bit later as people were eating, because it's kind of awkward for people too, if you're sitting there and there's really nothing there for you to eat. And there are some places like that, believe it or not. I mean, like when I went to Kansas City, there was, even the salad had beef in it, you know? Well, some of the steakhouses like like Outback, and I I think there some of them are getting a little more progressive now, but Uh still there are some around, especially around here, um, we're in Texas, where, yeah, there's actually nothing on the menu, you know, except the beverages yeah but and i don't yeah and i don't think we say it rudely but i'll just say yeah you know um we'll probably catch up with you if if, uh depending on where you're going we might catch up with you uh, a little bit later Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing not not snooty not rude just matter of factly right and then uh we had another person who said i really don't have to explain my choices or defend them i stay informed and am am confident in my choices and that's kind of speaks to what you that's that's me like you exactly (laughs) Yeah, I really don't feel the need. But like I said, when people do want to engage, particularly when it comes to the animals, because that was the primary reason you and I became vegetarians. And when people ask me the question, do you ever miss meat? That's my question. That's my answer to them. No, I don't. Because once you see how the animals are treated, mm-hmm. I would never miss that again. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy Frederick Hackham, and apologies, Amy, if we're not saying your right name, your last name correctly. Uh, Amy said, now this is more addressing the reason of healthy eating for, for eating more healthy choices. So Amy said, so my answer to the people who inquire is, I was trying to figure out a way to incorporate more vegetables into my diet and not let so many end up in the compost. And that's that's a good way to, to say it. It's very basic and simple. And, uh, you know, you, th- that way you don't have to go into details about, well, I, I my cholesterol is too high and, you know, I have high blood pressure. All you have to do is say that I just wanted to eat more fruits and vegetables. Right. So it's very simple. Um, and that's one of the things that we say, too, you know, is, I mean, before we started this, I definitely needed to eat more fruits and vegetables. And I've accomplished that. I mean, I could still cram more in there, but uh, I've definitely accomplished that. So that's, that's a good thing. Okay, let's move into talking a little bit about the animal cruelty aspect. Mm -hmm. Susan Trammell, one of our very good, very loyal listeners. I love hearing from Susan. Um, Susan said, because it's healthier and it's a cruel industry. Most don't hear the last part. If that's the last question, the subject is closed. I don't go on to make them feel like they're cruel for eating the way they choose. I just want to live by my ethics. Yeah, and that is a big 
reason why I think people start to get uncomfortable, you know, because it is, it kind of shines the light on there's something wrong here that, uh, you know, some people quite honestly choose to, to just not pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And, and our thing is, was that we don't want to put money towards that industry because it is very cruel. Right. And then Amy uh, mentioned something too. Now this kind of goes along with what we've talked about with the environment and how bad the uh, uh, how bad factory farming is for the environment. And what Amy said, I like this. She said after the rest of her her uh, comment, she said the environmental, political, and animal justice benefits are bonus side effects. That's cool. Yeah. So let's jump into my one of my favorite aspects of this whole con- or one of my favorite parts of this whole conversation about using labels. I don't like labels. Do you? No, not unless they're on a package that I just got. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay. Um, so Susan Trammell says, I tell people I no longer eat meat. It seems to me easier to comprehend for people than I'm vegetarian and I'm not labeling my eating style. I like that. I mean, that's that that that's awesome. I think that's really good because I think Unfortunately, vegans and vegetarians have a really negative stereotype associated with them. So I kind I really do like the that uh, phrasing. Right. You know? And then Amy again said something similar. She said, "When I went vegetarian about a year and a half ago, I just said I'm currently not eating meat and left it at that. No labels to get hung up in and an easy out where I could decide to consume meat again at some point." Yeah, and I think I, you know, and again, it's not about being ashamed of being vegetarian or vegan. I think it's just about people already have these stereotypes for whatever reason, you know, just built up in their heads, and and uh, just saying I don't eat meat is another way of saying the same thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, and that could open. That has the potential of opening the conversation further. You know, if you say, well, I don't eat meat. You know, somebody may come back and say, oh, are you a vegetarian or a vegan? You know, and that may give you an opportunity to kind of open that up a little more or just just end it right there. Say, oh, I just I just choose not to eat meat right now. Or you might open yourself up to the, oh, okay, well, we're serving fish. That's okay. (laughs) Fish are good, right? Or pork or chicken or whatever. For some reason, those aren't meat. Yeah. Um, Well, Danielle Freed, uh, who we've talked about often, uh, we love you, Danielle. Danielle Freed, Danielle Freed's comment, I think, sums everything up nicely that we've been talking about here, and um, just the whole question. So here's what Danielle said, and this is a long, but I'm going to read the whole thing. She said, I actually only really explain things if they ask. I start out with my health reasons because it seems that people are completely willing to accept a vegetarian diet due to health concerns. Then I tell them that during my research process, I couldn't help but be made aware of the plight of the animals and that now, no matter how tasty that bacon smells, I couldn't be less interested in eating meat. If they want more specifics, I answer all questions in as much detail But I do preface some answers with, do you really want to know this? Usually in regards to slaughter or factory farming, I tell them that you can't unknow things. I love that. And it's, that's a really good way to phrase that. Because just like when we saw that documentary where the animals were 
being killed. Mm-hmm. I made myself watch it because I knew I couldn't unsee it. Mm-hmm. And when I get asked the question about missing meat, that's all I see in my head. Or when I smell meat, that's what I see in my head. Yeah. So I made myself see that. So that's that's a really good way to phrase that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. But I think that that just summed up everything in one neat little little paragraph there. So thank you so much, Danielle, for that. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who send in the questions, uh, the answers, the answers to our questions, because, um, you know, this is the kind of thing we're hoping to build. We want to build a community that, cause we certainly don't know all the answers and we don't, your approach might be different than ours. And maybe your answer to one of the questions we asked might feel, may, might resonate with another community member more than my answer. Cause like I said, I come, my perspective is completely different mm-hmm. and I tend to be kind of like that with everything. And I don't feel the need to explain myself in most things. But, you know, if you're more of the educator and you want to sit down and, and, and engage in those types of uh, in that dialogue, then I totally encourage you to do that. And, and I think it's really good for other community members to hear different approaches. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, and I think that's kind of a good segue into kind of getting a little bit more into a couple of things that are kind of in the pipeline for us and um, something that we would really like continued input on and you know we're really focusing this year on increasing our community involvement and getting you guys involved more and um, getting you in touch with each other and I think that Facebook has been great for that our Facebook page we're noticing more interaction between uh, different listeners and different readers which is just fantastic it makes me so happy whenever I see two of our listeners interacting you know via Facebook I know isn't that awesome it is it just it makes me feel really good so we've got some things in the works for as far as that goes and but if you have input on things that you'd like to see us do uh, we were thinking about doing some Google Hangouts in the future um, if you have any ideas for that please let us know because this is for you. This is for you guys. We want to build a community that you want to be in. Yeah, and that really helps you answer some of the questions that you have or overcome some of the obstacles and challenges that you have uh, being a vegetarian or a vegan. And again, we don't know all the answers, but we're happy to provide a space where others can share their experiences. And sometimes in in some cases, there is no one right answer, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. But if we can bring together people who have things in common that maybe they don't have in common with us, then that's even better. Okay. Well, I think that does that does it for our episode this week, but let's move into the recipe of the week. Okay. Well, uh, now Dominique Buck from our Twitter made me think of, of doing this. We eat tacos a lot. Every week. Yeah. And what we use is uh, Gardein. I think it's Gardein, the, cr- the crumbles. And that's what we use for our tacos with the crispy organic taco shells. But I didn't want to use the purchased taco seasoning anymore, the ones in the packets, you know, um, because because they have a lot of added sodium and some of them even have MSG and they've oh, got... Remember when we saw the back of the one yes. we used to use? Ugh, no more. I think it had MSG and yes, a bunch of stuff you couldn't stuff. pronounce. Yeah, And so... I went online a while back and I just found some taco seasoning recipes and I kind of tried a couple and maybe combined some stuff. And what I use now, I think is really good. Amazing. And so I make it in bulk. I make it in in big amounts and keep it 
so that whenever we feel like having tacos for a quick lunch, if Vicky comes home from work for lunch or for dinner, it's something easy, then all I have to do is put the, the crumbles, the frozen crumbles in the pan, let it warm up a little bit, sprinkle some taco seasoning, a little water, you know, and it just comes out fantastic. So I will put the link to, uh, I'll probably do a little picture like I've been doing with the ingredients because it's super simple and then you just combine everything and keep it stored in an airtight jar and it's great all right so what about our quote of the week okay so the quote this week comes from jk rowling who you all may know as the author of the harry potter books and i think she's branched out to other things now but I think she's doing more grown-up things too yeah but of course uh, everyone knows her most for her harry potter books and this comes from harry potter and the chamber of secrets now i don't know who said this to harry uh, Larissa didn't either. So if you know, that would be awesome if you could email us just for our, because we need to know. Yeah, let like us this. know, please. Yeah, we're always, whenever we can't figure something out, we're like, both of us are just furiously like researching on our on our computers. Yeah, and I would love to have time to read the whole book way. again, but yeah. I don't. Okay, so here goes the, here goes the quote. It is our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. I like That's that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes back to why we became vegetarians. We didn't feel like we were, our choices we were making on a daily basis reflected who we really were, mm-hmm. right? Because right. we were eating meat and yet we were so passionate about animals mm-hmm. and it didn't sync up. And once we started living our choices or, or yeah, I guess mm-hmm. living our choices, uh, everything just kind of fell into place. Including vegetarian zen. Exactly. Which is why we're here today. Exactly. All right. So I think that does it for our episode this week. As always, we would greatly appreciate you going out to iTunes and leaving us a rating if you found value in our show. It helps us greatly and because other people can find us. iTunes is like a big search engine, and so it helps people find us when they type in vegetarian. Um, and then also please stop by the show notes and, uh, for this episode and leave us a comment. If you didn't get your answers to our questions, it's not too late. We'd still love to hear from you and maybe we'll share a round two or so, uh, something like that on a future episode. So Absolutely. we're always happy to hear from our listeners and we've been hearing from people more and more. So we really, we really dig that. It's very motivating for us. So thank you all so much for engaging. And even those who are kind of on the sidelines and listening, thank you still for being out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that does it for our show this week. It does. So I guess we'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.